Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. And good morning. Good Saturday. Hey, how about that weather? That big glowing ball in the sky is the sun. I promise you it was uh, AWOL for the last day or so. So we've had a little bit of rain. Things are wet. Now we're into some great weather. The coming week looks terrific. Time to get out and about. We have fall weather upon us. The colors are here. The rain is going to make all those leaves even more glorious than they are right now. 314-436-7900 brings us together here on K. MOX, toll free anywhere on the globe, this spill, that spinning rock we call Earth, 800-925-1120, 800-925-1122 hours today, home improvement, this is the Helitech Home Improvement Show, two hours today, lots of things to talk about, and we have blues hockey tonight, much to talk about here in St. Louis, cards kind of took a hiatus for this season, uh, tough heartbreak there, but uh, anyway, that's how baseball goes, right now it is all about you, your home. The projects you have planned, whether it's do-it-yourself or professionally uh, provided, however you choose to go about doing that. My name is Scott Mosby. I'm very pleased to be at our new design center here in downtown Kirkwood, 115 West Argonne in Kirkwood. We're just north, straight across the street from the Kirkwood train station. Certainly some storied history there in the Kirkwood train station. Likewise with KMOX, again as well now, Mosby Building. Art. So I am very pleased to be here. This happens to be the company that I grew up with, my company, Mosby Building Arts. This, uh, golly, we were started in 1947. Come in and see some of our history. But I'll tell you the history of the KMOX call sign. Many of you out there, the family of St. Louis and KMOX, you may know this. KMOX, so the, the rumor or somewhat confirmed rumor was Christmas Day, 1925, the first broadcast of KMOX AM signal, 1120 AM, was Kirkwood, Missouri, Christmas Day. So KM, Kirkwood, Missouri, O on, and X, the short acronym for Christmas, Kirkwood, Missouri, Christmas Day, 1925, now Mosby Building Arts, straight across the street from the century-old Kirkwood train station. The purpose of this whole design center is to touch base with people that have ideas, concepts. We have some design meetings that come in here, but it's a little more user-friendly, easy to walk in, accessible, whether it's wheelchairs, crutches, walkers, good legs and feet, however your mobility gets you here or not. This is the place that is much more approachable and easy to get that project started, the conversation started, or Walk in and get a referral for somebody that can help you on your project. Home improvement is the topic today. Phone lines for you, 314-436-7900, Some things to talk about. We're getting into the heating season, so beware. Tis the season. Temperatures are dropping. Undoubtedly, you might have moved that thermostat a little bit over to the heating dial, turned on the heat, turned that temperature up a little bit of raise of temperature in the mornings and overnight. Phone lines put us together here. I'll answer any question you want. Everything I have to give, I'll give to you here. And the questions and answers we have on the Helitech Home Improvement Show here on Camwex. 314 
Coming in in a few minutes, a friend from Helitech, Randy Pantano, excuse me, Randy Pantano, will call in in a few minutes. We'll get some things around leaking basements, foundation repair, and things like that right here because we've got an expert. We've had a little bit of rain. I asked Randy to come in today, and we're going to share a little bit of that Helitech knowledge and experience with you right here. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement. I am here for you, and we are live. Come on by. Take a look at this new place. We're in downtown Kirkwood, uh, right uh, really by Billy G's, uh, if you know the ice cream place in downtown Kirkwood, right by the train station. That was there. It's uh, getting fired up again uh, by the fire station as well on West Argonne. So we're just west of of Kirkwood Road, or Lindbergh, as you may know it in other parts, up and down the north-south corridor of St. Louis, but just west of Kirkwood Road, right at the intersection by the railroad tracks. Find the railroad tracks, go west, you'll find it here. 115 West Argonne will be here till 1.30, at least I'll be here till 1.30 this afternoon. Uh, we'll have folks here to talk to you at 2 o'clock. Also, things happening around here, uh, we've got a question and answer, kind of a meet and greet, walk in, find out what's cooking uh, with one of our architects, Arthur Merdinian, Arthur Merdinian of Mosby Building Arts. He'll be at this Kirkwood studio this Friday, October 22nd, that's 10 to 1, October 22nd, Friday 10 to 1 right here and the idea is come in ask your questions what kind of roof is best how does it work well if you can bring a photo of your home you can get exterior design tips interior design tips structural wall probabilities things like that all the things that we assess at Mosby Building Arts when we are preparing to present a design-build project of home remodeling for you. So again, that's why I'm here, and we are at, and I am at right now, 115 West Argonne here in Kirkwood, Missouri. And um, bring it on. Let's go. Let's get started, and I'll be here till 1.30 today. 314-436-7900, Call in with your questions, your answers, favorite products, and I promise you my very best. Uh, sometimes I'm uh, more correct than others, but I will promise you that I have made most all of these mistakes multiple times. So if you're trying to stay out of trouble, this is what's called experience, knowledge. If you think I'm better than the rest of the world, only thing is, is I've made more mistakes than most people I know. The opportunity for our clients and where the experience comes in is we don't make those mistakes twice. So that's why we have experience, knowledge, and all of the people necessary to perform a residential project here at Mosby Building Arts. I'll have some guests that come through. Randy Pantano is going to call in a little bit. He couldn't quite drive all the way across to uh, Kirkwood to visit with us today. And uh, they're very busy, so uh, you can find out more by calling in and talking to Randy this afternoon. Bring on your questions. It is heating and cooling time. Now, time now I want you to go around and do kind of a walkabout around your home uh, just check it out and this is one of those things kind of a business tenant is inspect what you expect if you think it's going to happen you know give it a look see put some eyes on it make sure it's going the way you think it wants to or should and that includes checking out your home so whether you know anything about construction remodeling repair building materials any of that it doesn't you know when your house looks like it's supposed to and you know when it's a little bit amiss. So trees, 
branches, things on your roof, not supposed to be there. Clean roof, shingles in good shape, supposed to be just like that. Take a look at the chimney, tuck pointing, siding, any flashing, any coloration that looks a little bit foreign. Is it dark and, and musty? Uh, anything like that. And then as you come down the side of the house where it's on the siding, the overhang, per pay particular attention today for the gutters because they carry the water away from your home in a rainstorm. We know that or you found out it works or not this week here in St. Louis. The point being that those gutters really need to work correctly, drain down the downspouts and away from the home at least 10 feet. But look at the windows, the doors, the siding, any of the caulking. And this time of year, I don't know about you, but I sure open up the windows any chance I get. So window screens, things like window screens. One other thing from a safety egress, E-G-R-E-S-S. That is the uh, architectural term for getting out, escaping in a fire, walking out to in or out of a door in a house, uh, any structure. So if there's any kind of an issue where you need professional help from a firefighter, paramedic, any medical service, or just get out in an emergency, make sure those doors and windows operate and free uh, freely swing or open. So stuck windows are a real cause for concern. If you can't open your window, you, you may not be able to get out in a fire. Phone lines here on CAMWEX that put us together, 314-436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120. My name is Scott Mosby. I am in downtown Kirkwood at the Mosby Design Studio 115, West Argonne, Kirkwood, Missouri, right across Find the Kirkwood train station. You can't miss us. And I'll be here till 1.30 today. Bring it on. Bring it in. Let's talk uh, your home and your favorite questions. Remember, change those furnace filters. Change those furnace filters as we change seasons. Change those furnace filters. We're about to come up on daylight savings time here in just a few weeks. So be ready. Get those batteries ready to change in your smoke detectors because the life you save may be your own. Yeah, indeed. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby live in Kirkwood here on KMOX. This is the Helotech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, back together, home improvement, 50,000 watts, two full hours. Randy Pantano in the wings. Scott Mosby here live on KMOX. I'm broadcasting from Kirkwood, 115 West Argonne, and the Mosby Design Center, a brand-new place that we put in here just over the last six months that is easier to get in and out of, and we are able to do design, the CAD, the reviews, uh, client meetings, any um, uh, question-and-answer sessions. We typically have this extension of KMOX where people have questions. This is the place for the answers. You can walk in here during business hours, get your question answered. So uh, stay tuned. Coming up next Friday, October 22nd, October 22nd, Arthur Merdinian, an architect with Mosby Building Arts, will be here at the Kirkwood Design Studio 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. right here, October 22nd. That's Friday. Bring your questions, bring your plans, bring your confusion, bring your issues right here, things around construction related to your home. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby here. And with me now, I have Randy Pantano of Helotech. Randy, good morning, and how are you this fine day? 
Yes, good morning, Scott. Yes, thank for, thanks for having me on the show. Enjoy it every Saturday. Thanks. I appreciate your uh, joining us, Randy. I know how busy you are. Yes, we're loving all this rain we've had this past <laughs> week. You know, that's good for our business. Shower's a blessing. <laughs> ah, well, what's uh, what are you seeing most of, Randy? What uh, as you get around and and you cover a good bit of the St. Louis and Camwex listening audience area? What uh, what are you seeing prevalent now? It well, prior to this rain, we did have quite a bit of dry spell, and so we were seeing some structural issues of settlement and uh, uh, we're in- installing a lot of piers on homes from people seeing cracks that then cracks that they've had getting bigger. And uh, so we're been, we've been in a lot of that before this rain. And as everybody knows, lumber has went through the roof of solar steel as far as pricing. And that's one of the reasons cars are so expensive. So uh, I would encourage listeners that if they need any work, uh, it's only going to cost more later, the way prices are going up. But we've had quite a bit of that. And now with this rain, of course, uh, you know, it falls changing here, leaves are falling, uh, gutters are clogged, and, and basements are leaking, cracks are leaking. So now we're moving into uh, the waterproofing. Uh, Randy, I hadn't. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, keep going. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Yes. Yes. No. No. That was it. And then I also had some good news to tell you, Scott, that we just had a ribbon cutting of a grand opening at a new office in Old Fallon, Missouri, off of uh, Highway K and Fizey Road. So it was uh, quite a ceremony. Wednesday, this past Wednesday morning, uh, one of our new uh, uh, five locations. Now we reached before that we did the uh, Columbia, Missouri office, and uh, also in Kentucky and Quad Cities. And in the middle of putting our third edition on the Caseyville office, so we're growing and we're hiring. Uh, if anybody is looking for some employment, we'd love to have you. And every you at Helitech is like everybody else. Everybody's looking for help, and uh, we feel it's a great place to work. I've been there over 20 years myself, and and I love the company and uh, would uh, not leave until I retire. I know that. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Well, you bring up uh, shortages. I know that's something that faces the entire world now with Christmas and shortage of toys and things like that. Uh, what uh, Helitech has been around for a long time. I imagine you do better than most at getting materials. Yes, yes, but it is it is a problem uh, more so with on the steel side because uh, we we do manufacture the hydroway waterproofing system, but the steel. Uh, comes from maybe Chance out of Central Missouri, and we've had uh, uh, three increases this year on steel alone. Uh, so we're trying to buy bulk rates and, and stock up, but uh, that's why I mentioned before, uh, if there's any work, if you understand you want to think about it, but next year it would only cost more, and it would be advantageous to do anything now if, if possible. Also, we have great financing options as well. 12 months in cash, and and it will go further as much as five, seven to ten years that that helps as well on larger projects. Nice. Uh, Randy, what's the phone number and website for uh, reaching Helitech and getting this help? The website is helitechonline.com, and the phone number is 1-800-246-9721. Hey, we've got a caller online, Randy. Will you stick around? Uh, looks like a foundation question. Can you stick around and help for a bit? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Roger that. Randy Pantano, Helitech. Let's go to the phone lines here and talk with our uh, first caller, Don. Don, good morning. Welcome to CAMOX. Randy Pantano, Helitech. Scott Mosby here standing by. How can we, how can we help? Uh, good morning. Uh, I have a question. I had uh, <clears throat> a uh, older house probably built in the mid-50s, and uh, it has what I would call kind of a, a bump-out wall because uh, – it's a uh, frame construction, and 
the uh, joist and the band joist are sitting on the foundation. There's no plate. I was wondering oh. how. What's the best way to seal that uh, contact point uh, to keep air infiltrating into my basement? I didn't, you know, I mean, caulk comes to mind, but is there something else that uh, a professional would use to seal that area? It's about Randy, a 20 got foot a, length. Randy, you've got a whole bunch of experience in construction beyond foundations. Can you help here? Uh, yes, yes. That's uh, unfortunately normal construction of those houses, uh, but they're, they're still very sturdy. Sometimes I've see, seen sill plates, uh, like a 4x4 four four even, on uh, some of those older homes instead of a traditional 2x4 sill plate that we see today. But what I would encourage you at first to do is to use this uh, great stuff foam insulation. Uh, spray that in there first because that will go places where the clocking can't reach. It will expand to every void area. And I would put that in there first, and then I would come over the top of it with a, uh, a silicone caulk and uh, maybe even some backer or that, too, if there's still some void. But uh, I would think with the spray foam, cut off the excess, and then silicone, that should seal it up pretty tight. There's no water coming in. Is, is, that, is that correct? That's Just correct. Air? Yes. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, that spray foam is great, great for air. The pitfall is outside. A lot of people use it, and it wouldn't hold up to UV rays. Uh, but inside your basement, it would last for a number of years, and especially okay. if you top it with a silicone. I didn't silicone. know if there was an elastic. Uh, what do they call it? Elastic metric, metric or metric, uh, material elastomeric. that's used in situations like that. There is an elastic caulking that can can spread almost uh, about an inch. Uh, that you can get at some of the paint stores. A lot of hardware stores don't have it. If you've got that wide of, of, of gap, but again, a lot of people use backer rod out the foam rope instead. Uh, is it quite a wide wide gap? Uh, well, it varies about uh, half an inch sometimes uh, where I'd have to use a backer rod to, you know, a little less, but the fact that it moves, I would assume because it has, uh, you know, the wood is just on the concrete, you have moisture and other things going on, so I didn't know. <clears throat> If there was a better material. No, I, I think if you can use those materials we mentioned, you should be fine. I mean, it's a, today it would certainly be done different with the plashing and foam and, and everything else, but you, the, the best you can do today would be the uh, the combination of the spray foam backer rod and, and silicone caulk. And just to make it airtight is what your goal is. Okay. Randy, yeah, I, I didn't you... know, and uh, that uh, kind of helps me out there. Uh, Would you suggest a flashing or a cover on the exterior at all to make sure, um, with a half-inch gap, um, that's a good bit for caulk. Uh, the elastomeric does have some value, I think, Don. Yes, I just don't know if you can put the flashing in with the yeah. outside without removing siding or brickwork or, you know, the flashing should have been in first. It's a yeah. problem. It's hard to retrofit it now uh, in a 1950 home, but it certainly would be better if it could be done from the outside, but without seeing it, it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Don, that it sounds like my question. Yep. I agree with Randy. Everything on the inside, if there's something, make sure you get a good caulk or, you know, the foam should not be visible from the outside of the house. Just, yeah. uh, Randy mentioned the, you know, UV rays from the sun. Okay. Thank you, Scott. All right. Take care. Thanks for the call, Don. Randy, thanks for the help, brother. Yes. Hang thank in you. there. Randy, mm-hmm. uh, tell me, uh, how many offices do you have around the area, frankly? We we have five locations. Yes, five mm-hmm. locations: uh, Fallon, Missouri, Caseyville, Illinois, 
Kentucky, Quad Cities, and Columbia, Missouri. Nice. Well, is it safe to say if they can hear our voices right now, we serve you with a uh, Helotech service? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And growing every year, which means a lot with the warranty. A lot, you know, you hear so often about lifetime warranties. Well, it's only as good as the company. And Helotech's been around five decades, uh, 35 years, over 100,000 customers. So, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you're still going to have a warranty with Helotech and have the peace of mind. Uh, of the expertise. Uh, I think of Mosby, Billing Arts, and, and Heel Tech are one of the most respected uh, names in the industry today as far as name recognition and, and reputation. Well, thank you, Randy. Um, uh, any any new um, uh, openings of offices, grand openings? That kind of uh, surprises me, or not surprises me, but I'm happy to hear that uh, uh, we're going about those same uh, uh, easy-to-find locations with Heel Tech. Yes, yes, and we we will be expanding, though, I'm sure, uh, as we keep growing. Randy, uh, phone number, website, one more time, and uh, how do people get started with you? Yeah, again, the phone number is helotechonline.com, and the phone number is 1-800-246-9721. And, again, we're hiring in all areas. If you're interested, feel free to call and come in. All right. Well, Randy, I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, stopping by today. And uh, um, anyway, appreciate the time. Have a good one. Yes, thank you as well. The education of the universe uh, <laughs> <laughs> that we get every Saturday. <laughs> well, you're no slouch yourself there, friend. Randy Pantano, Helitech, uh 246-9721, 800-246-9721. Randy, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. Uh, We'll take a pause right now and be back for more on University of KMOX right here on The Voice of St. Louis. This is the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center, the place with the big red chair, celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. All right, back together. We are broadcasting live and lively from downtown Kirkwood, the Kirkwood Design Center, 115 West Argonne. Come on in. Say hello. I'm a little socially starved after COVID. I've been under lockdown, hiding under my bed for a while. I've had enough of that. So uh, whether it's masked or unmasked, come on in and say hello. Uh, So uh, we have a caller I want to go right to and talk to Hui. Hui, good morning. Welcome to KMWX, my friend. How can I help? Hi, Scott. I have a question I've been trying to find answer to, but I think I need like your expertise. I'm trying to replace my exterior windows myself, and it's a 1950s uh, cape, so it's got steel siding on the outside, uh, and the windows on the exterior are kind of wrapped in aluminum, I'm assuming, uh, the casing. Okay. Do yeah, I, yeah. W- why do I need to wrap it in aluminum again or could i use like a pvc product to build a nice frame around the window if i is that an option uh it is the issue is ideally if the metal the aluminum on the what we call brake metal b-r-a-k-e because it's bent on a metal brake uh in having a flange that goes back behind the siding so that the j-bar for the steel siding or whatever can tuck over the top of it and you get a decent water lap or somewhat water barrier on that um so if you want to pull that trim and change it with the pvc material my point is is make sure you flash around that opening do you know are you planning to flash those windows when you put them in because your trim is part of that too 
Um, I, I guess I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't quite understand how to flash it until I take the existing trim off and see what I have. Would I like a, like a flashing tape be okay? Did you yes. say something like yes. that? Yeah, and frankly, Hui, I'd like to see you uh, uh, visit a Tyvek.com, T-Y-V-E-K, Tyvek.com. They show a detail, um, and that's the house wrap material, but they sell a flashing tape. And we've been putting in house wrap for 40, 50 years, but flashing tape is relatively new, so that's a big deal. And if you're going to change these windows, uh, I'd really like you to take the opportunity to flash them. And you can find that at the Tyvek.com website uh, but as it relates to your direct question the way to do this is pull your your trim off uh, brake metal and all ideally with that trim you may be able to leave that siding on because you have this trim around the outside of the windows uh, and then the window comes out and you install do any repairs to wood brick whatever it is but uh, frankly make sure you flash tape which means put a waterproof membrane in a very specific sequence of the sill first and then up the sides and the top so that just like putting shingles on a roof, any water that would come down the exterior wall would not be scooped under that tape but would actually drip over the face in a what's called a shingle lap method. So please, please, please do that. And then that flashing tape, if you can buy wider flashing tape that's say 6 or 10 inches wide, wrap that flashing flashing tape around the outside underneath that surface poly trim so that you are uh, bringing that water barrier all the way out and if you can tuck it underneath the j-bar for that steel siding you following me so okay. far i am and i but i think if i go to the tyvek side that might make more sense i'm more of a, a visual learner so that might help too yeah, I'll, I'll warn you, we, it, it, it takes a lot of time to do it right. It's a 90% job. You take the window out, put it back in, trim it, everything looks good. But it'll take you another hour to an hour and 15 minutes per window to properly flash this thing. And that's where 30 years from now those new windows are still watertight and working fine. Is there a disadvantage of using a PVC-type product for the exterior trim? Uh, not necessarily. You know what? I happen to have a uh, an exteriors expert with me right now. David Flory, are you willing to? Uh, if you, let me get him in here. Do you mind if I get him down here? He's he's. We just happen oh, to have one of those pocket experts. Sure. Hey, David, Love come it. on in. Hang on. Me? Okay, David. David Flory of Mosby Building Arts. He knows some stuff about uh, windows. He's he knows some stuff. David, thanks for joining me. Have <laughs> oh you my gosh, it's a blessing to be here. Well, likewise, we're happy to have you. Have are you doing okay hearing? Do I okay? I can hear. Okay, we've got Hui, and he has a question about uh, polyethylene or plastic PVC trim. It's it's actually an excellent choice because it won't rot. Um, the only thing I would say is if you're on the sunny side of the building, it might have a tendency to want to warp. But other than that, it's totally maintenance-free, won't rot, and it's a great choice. Takes paint well, okay. too, doesn't it? Yeah. With proper primer. Now, uh, we be careful. Uh, not all PVC trims are equal. Some have wood composite in it. They expand and contract. So make sure you uh, you get what you pay for. So go for the higher quality, higher price item, probably? 
Yes, yes, because it's only higher price the first time because the second time, if it does expand or warp or whatever, as David mentions, then you're pulling it off, buying the expensive stuff again and putting it on. So, you know, uh, buy it once and be done with it. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. All right, Hui, thank you. David Flory, thank you for uh, stopping in. I, I didn't know that I would expect such a uh, storied uh, visit from an expert. N- nice to see you. Thank you. I was excited to come here and see the new studio and spend a little time with my buddy, Scott Mosby. Well, thank you. David, You, how long have you been with us here? A lot of time. Over nine and a half years, and it's been a, a blur. Ah. David's an extraordinary guy. He brought a lot of skills and experience here. He's done just about everything under the sun that construction could bring. David, what is your background in terms of, uh, we don't have to go too deep, but uh, golly, you've been around the block a few times. Well, let's just stay, let's just say when I first got married, I remodeled all my dwellings, helped my mother-in-law, and so I got really uh, educated in general remodeling. Mm-hmm. Then I got in the home remodeling sales end of it mm-hmm. and then i just continued to uh i had my own company and yes. i actually bought homes and remodeled them so i've been in the industry almost 30 years wow wow well i it's a it's a pleasure uh, i know people are in good hands with you and and thank you aside from being just an extraordinary human being so now you have to live up to all that stuff dave oh you're too kind <laughs> Well, what's new at Mosby Building Arts? I, catch me up here on the exteriors and everything. Oh, my gosh. We're just we're busier than we've ever been, and it's just been excellent at Mosby. Um, the past year and a half have actually been very good for us because people are wanting to trust a quality remodeler to do their projects, and you know it's getting more difficult out there to find the right company to do business with. Uh, I've, I've found that myself in, in uh, um, all sorts of things. Uh, well, what's, uh, what's developing in your life? What's your favorite part of, of the job? What, uh, you've been with Mosby no, almost 10 years now, David Flory here from Mosby Building Arts. Uh, yeah. What's it like to work here? Uh, it's a no fan. pressure, I'm sorry, well, brother. No, it, hanging underneath the boss I, I, here. For, ten, for almost 10 years, I've said the same thing. It's just an excellent family-owned company, and they respect their customers exceedingly well they take care of their customers uh they treat each other with great respect and they do excellent work and i just i just love the environment of working at mosby nice nice what are some of the exciting products what what do you see in terms of uh offerings uh you've been uh designing the exteriors of homes for a very long time well yeah i actually work mostly in kitchens and baths and I work with the designers at Mosby, and together we work together to get the dream kitchen or bath that the customer is looking for. Well, you're a visionary there. Don't duck out of this too quickly. You've been. <laughs> I see the I see the big picture, and I can see it finished in my mind as I'm talking with the customer and helping them through those uh, decisions of trying to get the uh, product yeah. and uh, service. Nice done. Um, uh, what do you think of the shortage of materials? Oh. It's, it's, it's sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> sketchy is all I can say. It's amazing. I hopefully will continue to get the building materials. I was literally in a box store a week ago and I just happened to look in the electrical aisle and it was totally stripped bare of all product. <laughs> wow. I was shocked. Wow. Wow. 
Well, we've got phone lines open here. David Flory, bathroom questions, exterior questions. He knows a little bit about a lot, frankly, So, uh, and he knows a lot about a little in some occasions as well. 314-436-7900-436-7900-800-925-1120-800-925. And we are here in downtown Kirkwood, 115 West Argonne in the Mosby Design Studio. We have David Flory here and several other people. And you're welcome to come on in and ask your questions, uh, bring your plans, any things that confound you about this uh, industry, home improvement, do-it-yourself projects, all of the things that matter in your life. 314-436-7900 here on KMOX and 800-925-1120. We're going to take a short pause right here on KMOX and David Flory and Scott Mosby will be right back. Is the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show presented by Suburban Leisure Center, the place with the big red chair, celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, back together, Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX, David Flory, Mosby Building Arts. We are both live and lively, in Mike Miller's words, at 115 West Argonne, the Mosby Design Studio here in downtown Kirkwood. If you get lost, just go look for the train station. We're right across the street. So we've got lots of things happening. Phone lines here, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. With me is David Flory, a bathroom expert, used to be with the X. Terry's, he knows some stuff. Let's go talk to my friend Greg. Greg, good afternoon. Good morning. Welcome to CAMWEX. How can I help? Well, good morning. It's a pleasure to talk with both of you. Um, in the you. process of uh, buying a, a two bedroom, one bath home in South City, uh, going to uh, remodel it and uh, rent it. And on the bathroom, I'm curious if you have any thoughts of whether to go with a tub-shower combination or just a walk-in shower. Ooh, David, you're front line on this. Uh, David Flory, yeah. Mosby Building Arts, you're up, brother. Thank, thank you very much. It's nice to be speaking with you. Uh, I get that question quite a bit from customers, and I would definitely encourage you, if you think a shower is best for you, that to go ahead and do it and don't feel bad about taking out the bath because I talk, about, I talk to many customers that just – could care less if they're going to have a tub in that space and i would say more often than not people are busy and they would just as soon get in and get it out of a shower yeah i think the I resale see. value i've turned that great a uh, few times to real estate agents and you hear about the bathtub and the ba- bathing the ba- honestly there are so many small portable baby bathing um uh, devices tubs and uh, even sinks now that um i don't think it's a, for as few times as the tub gets used on a real estate uh, question to most real estate agents that i speak with um uh, they agree too i also have to right. say it, it also depends on where the house is at how large the house is how many rooms and features the house has and that can play a factor in it yeah okay it's a two-bedroom it's just a four-room Kitchen, living room, two bedrooms, and a bathroom. Yeah, a uh, lot just of under people, 900 square feet. A lot of people would appreciate a shower only in that configuration. Yeah, a good right. shower. Uh, and and per, you know, my personal feeling, Greg, 
a good shower yep. is better than a so-so tub or a so-so shower. So if forever is always getting a hybrid half and half, and then the step over part when you, ha- you know, have to step over the side of a bathtub, you know, golly, that, uh, that limits, uh, you know, older uh, residents who are great renters. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, you do a great job on your show. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Take care. All right. All right, and uh, next up, let's see what's happening with uh, Ann. Good morning, Ann. Scott Mosby, David Flory here. How can we help you here? Good morning. I'm happy to talk with you. I live in a split foyer home, two baths up, one half bath downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I have a hall bath and then a, a upstairs a bathroom off of the bedroom. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the toilet in the uh, bathroom upstairs, off the bedroom, uh, uh, developed a squeal, and it's very annoying. It's been about six weeks ago. I didn't know whether to call a plumber, so finally I decided to call you and see if it's something that's not very uh, hard to fix. Well, I think you should call the U.S. military. We're under attack from aliens from outer space. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I really, it it is subsiding just a little bit after six weeks, but not very much. And uh, the squeal is very annoying. Oh, yeah. I know it, it is like a uh, clarinet. It, this is just it's your uh, ball cock. It, what really is? Hang with me. This is the real answer now. No more aliens. Um, okay. <laughs> but the spring in that float in your toilet is getting weak, so it oh. doesn't shut off solidly. And sometimes the water company pressure will go up and down and up and down. So it might honk a little bit now, and then it stops honking for some seemingly unknown reason. Usually that's water pressure in the system going up or down uh, uh-huh. but really just changing that out is, and it's small it, it's not a big deal but it is very disconcerting david uh, experience my my only question is does it does it come does it start and then it stops and then starts and then stops Ooh. uh yes yes the minute i flush then it begins and then as soon as the flush is finished it's over Oh, that's not the flapper valve. Okay. That's definitely up in the arm. Yeah, just it just the good news is that uh, you know you need somebody talented to come in and change out the guts on the toilet or the uh, the ball cock, which is just that uh, really weird word for the float and such. <laughs> so uh, you know that's the part that uh, matters there. Uh, but okay. it's it's easy to replace, and it's it, how long how long has it been since that toilet has had any attention on repair? Oh, years, years, yeah. more than 25. Uh, yeah. So that, that yeah. is the solution then, right? Yeah, it's uh, economical, easy to change, uh, and go a little too far if you can. Uh, you know, change the flapper as well mm-hmm. and make sure you get all uh-huh. that. And uh, a good plumber uh, knows all of this uh, as well. I will call him tomorrow, uh, Monday. Thank you so much. I appreciate you're, your time. You're very welcome. All right, Ann, thank you there. David Flory, Scott Mosby here. David, we've got about 30 more seconds. Uh, how do people get a hold of you here at Mosby? Who do they, who do they, who are they going to call? 
Oh, my gosh. You always ask me that question. I don't have her phone number memorized. Oh, just 314-909-1800. How's that? 314. <laughs> you don't call us much, do I, you, Dave? You know, I always ask people to call me on my cell phone, and it's just, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Frankly, that's a good point at Mosby. We typically, you know, once you make contact, you're the point person for them throughout. Mm-hmm. All right. David Flory, Mosby Building Arts. Scott Mosby here. We'll be back for more Hour 2 University of Camewex. Come see us downtown Kirkwood. Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, broadcasting live and lively here downtown Kirkwood at the Mosby Design Studio 115 West Argonne in Kirkwood. If you know where the train station is or you can hear the train horn, whistle, all of that, go to the train station straight across the street to the north. There we are. So uh, we are here today until 2 o'clock. I'll be here till about 1.30 before other family things uh, take me away. But we will be here as long as you want us to be. Likewise, also coming up next Friday, October 22nd. That's October 22nd this coming Friday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Arthur Merdinian, an architect here with Mosby Building Art, he will be here to talk architecture all things architecture so if you're trying to figure out or envision a room addition a bathroom inside what's a load-bearing wall how they go about the process of figuring those things out Arthur will be here Arthur knows a lot about a little and a little about a lot so he's a rare mix of experience knowledge and creativity so uh, make it next Friday 10 to 1 we'll do these periodically so uh, bring it on here right here on the uh, Mosby studio in Kirkwood would. Phone lines are open for you now, 314-436-7900, 436-7900, toll-free anywhere in the globe, 800-925-1120, 800-925-1120. Thanks to Randy Pantano of Helitech, who's ducked in with us for the first hour to uh, tell us a little bit about what's happening in the world of foundation repair. Remember, it's important, uh, you know, with the price of materials going up, it's important to uh, tackle those foundation things pretty soon. With me now, I I have Mark McClanahan, president of Mosby Building Arts, the person that makes the wheels go around and the uh, all the lines to touch. So it's uh, kind of, uh, uh, he's the operational wizard behind Mosby Building Arts. So Mark, good afternoon and thanks for joining us here on KMOX. Great to be here, Scott. Thanks so much. Well, how long have you been here at Mosby? you mind if I turn this into an interview? <laughs> no, it's quite all right. Uh, I believe it's just a little bit over 11 years I've been with Mosby. Yeah. It's been a great experience. You've been good for Mosby. It's Again, people wonder where did the growth come? How do you, you know, who's this Scott guy? You know, that I know how to build things. Uh, Mark knows how to grow companies. And so it's kind of interesting, and it's a really good partnership. Um, and, and so I mean, it just who is Mark? Why does it matter? And what does he do every day? He does all the unknown, unseen things that make the wheels turn. So there's my take on your job. How's that, Mark? Well, Sounds great, Scott. I appreciate that. You know, I think the you know the, our mission at Mosby is to really enhance um, people's lives in their homes and do that in a way that is um, better than what they might expect in our industry um, because our industry, you know, certainly because of the the way it's so fractured, can be sometimes hard for the consumer to kind of navigate. Um, but certainly, I think the foundation that Mosby Building Arts has created when it comes to client experience has been something that I want to continue to make sure that we're instilling in 
how we behave as a company. Well, you invest a lot uh, locally as well as with our company, but with the community and on a national basis, too. You sit on the remodeling uh, subcommittee of the Harvard Center for Housing Studies, very heady group in our industry, and I know there's some heavy lifting. You sit in the room with some of the biggest heady, heavy hitters, uh, frankly, in the world. Yeah, so the Remodeling Futures Council, which is a part of the Joint Center mm-hmm. for um, Housing Studies at Harvard, um, it's been around for, I believe, 25 years. I've been a part of it for close to seven years now, um, and it really is um, a makeup of 70 to 80 organizations who um, really have a, a stake in the home improvement industry. You know, you're, you've got large manufacturers there, you have uh, government um, bodies there, you have financial institutions there, uh, Google's there, uh, Amazon's there. Uh, and then you have remodeling companies like Mosby Building Arts there. And we're all in the room together to really try to understand what's happening in, in our industry, um, try to make the best of it that we can, really understand what the future looks like. Um, it's a really extraordinary group to be a part of. Well, I, I appreciate it. You guys are on the real pointy edge of the spear. I mean, I, I hear things a week later in the media, mm-hmm. and these are things that, you and your cohorts are discussing and wrestling with so as it relates to Mosby Building Arts and you know kind of what's in it for us why you're there we know about things before the rest of the we're we're talking to our suppliers reaching out into the future to make uh, arrangements for our clients to get you know the toilet when they want it and you know even with that we're still challenged as well so you're out in front in a lot of ways for both the our community and the country yeah you know it's um it's been a really great experience, uh, especially when you consider what Mosby's, you know, trying to do for the St. Louis homeowner. Um, we really want to try to show up the best that we can. And by really w- understanding what's happening in our industry allows us to make, uh, you know, the best decisions that we can make uh, in the interest of living up to our mission. Yeah. Well, I, I want to go back to the mission, uh, improving our clients' lives and homes. How much time did we had a group of people debating whether lives comes first or home. Do do we really affect homes, or is our, are we measured by how we change lives? And uh, I want you to speak to that just a bit. Yeah, I think the homes part came more about because we're touching the home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, lives is really ultimately what the, the, the final outcome is, is about. So, But we felt like both of those had to be included because we can't ignore the work that we do in the home because that relates to how yeah. it then impacts the homeowner. And really, um, when you think about it, the, the home is a reflection of the homeowner, right? Mm-hmm. Of the life that they want, the life that they're experiencing. Uh, and so that's, it's, it's an important job that we have to do, and we, and we take it pretty seriously. Uh, tell me, uh, you are busy um, kind of, I mean, you're struggling with some interesting things. Thank you, by the way, because I, I spend less time struggling with these things. So Mark McClanahan, <laughs> president of Mosby Building Arts for uh, new listeners here. Uh, what are some of the things that amaze you about the industry? What's a big surprising thing that's developed in the last year? Well, I will say it was certainly a shock um, right when the pandemic started. Oh. Um, you know, we, th- we, I think a lot of companies felt this way. We felt like, you know, that the world was going to stop. And it certainly appeared that way in March of 2020, in the middle of that um, month. Um, but, you know, six weeks later, the, the phone started ringing um, again. And then the next thing you know, the phone is just ringing off the hook. And we uh, had trouble keeping up at first. And so then we had to start hiring a lot of people. And 
uh, that was was a, a big surprise, which is just the demand that the homeowner um, needed for their home because the 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 home turned into something a little bit different at that time, right? You needed more space. Um, you you were teaching, you were working from home now. You had to have a, have an office. You needed um, to teach your kids there, so there's school <laughs> happening there. Um, While you're working right. from home. And then you can't go out, so you wanted to build a s- space for you to hang out outside. And so there's a lot of things that just really were pretty, um, just... Um, wonky w- really wonky yeah <laughs> well, i don't yeah. know Thank i'm looking you for, for another for, word too. yeah i don't know if wonky is right but yeah surprising i guess yeah. it was surprising yeah. and then of course now what we're in the middle of is is supply chain problems um which is affecting so many industries and definitely affecting ours and you know we regularly get changes in expected delivery for things and that's that's um it's a bit of a bummer for us because our our at mosby the the homeowner's experience through the remodeling was is one of our key tenants when it comes to what we do and try to really improve when it comes to what the homeowner expects from our industry. So meaning by us getting in and out faster um, than what they would expect is something that was important to us. So the fact that our ability to produce this, you know, the work for the homeowner uh, got slowed down because this is a little bit hard for us just to d- yeah. just to deal with. But we're working through it. But we're all in it. I mean, there's not a single uh, remodeling company out there who's not experiencing this this issue. Um, but I think we've got some good partners that we're working with, and you know, we're doing the best that we can at this moment. And it'll clear up. It's this isn't going to last forever. It's just something that we're all going through together as society. I've got one for you now that I have you here. Um, you're on the pointy edge of the spear. What do you see for remodeling and a world in a visionary forward for next five years, ten years? What uh, and, and that's a, a good bit of, of why you spend so much time traveling, talking to the other terrific contractors around. What do you see, Mark, uh, coming in the next five or ten years? That's a great question. You know, I, I certainly think there's going to be the the typical things that homeowners want because if you think about how the aging the age mm-hmm. of homes and the housing stock that's currently there there's kitchens and bathrooms and basements and additions and windows and siding and you know doors and all those things are going to continue to be happening over the next few years but i think what might be different is uh s- certainly smarter homes mm-hmm. technology that's going to be d- different and certainly is today but uh, that's going to continue that's not yeah. going to stop that's going to continue to grow and i think there's certainly going to be probably a lot more pressure on um homes that are more energy efficient even though that's been a thing for years and years and years i think that that's not going to change and that's just only going to continue to get um smarter in fact uh, my wife and i are um going to buy our first ev in fact we put an order in for an electric vehicle and wow. So now we are going to be installing, you know, a charging station, right? So I think you're going to see more things like that to accommodate electric vehicles. And so that's just an example of the type of thing that, you know, I think is going to happen in the future. The the part that uh, fascinates me, I, I appreciate your sharing that with us, but it, uh, as it relates to the electric vehicle, the part I never quite figured out was, my gosh, you now have this big battery fully charged and you can lose power to your house and run your house from your car. Yeah, that part. You know, I, that was a surprise. I hadn't. I actually saw it on a Ford uh, truck F one fifty commercial. It's like power. Golly, you can with that kind of a big battery. It back power the house for short periods of time. Yeah, that's extraordinary, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering what other unexpected benefits, consequences, good or bad, that comes with the future. Things like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think the other thing that's going to continue to be a part of the future is um, technology when it comes to how the homeowner interacts with the remodeling companies. You know, one of the things that we are going to be launching in November is a is a uh, an app for Android and for iPhone that allows the homeowner to really keep track of what's going on in their home while we're working on the project uh, so they know what's coming up, what's what's coming up next, what was just finished, um, and so they can literally see the progress in their hands. So, so certainly for those who, you know, prefer not to have it on a mobile device, you can get to it on your computer um, or tablet as well. Uh, so I think that is definitely a part of the future that, that you're going to see is just more and more mobile connection um, to remodeling companies. Kind of remove the mystery and increase the confidence that, yeah. Yeah, more transparency for sure. Well, I've had some conversations with folks. It's like, guys, we're here every day working hard, hard, hard. Nothing has changed for a week. That Nothing has changed. Then yesterday, the drywallers showed up, and you're almost finished. Can I, can I move in tomorrow? Yeah. It's like, no, those guys that were here every day, you know, so seeing that the plumber was there, the electrician was there, the insulator was there, heating, all those things that go inside the walls, behind the walls, it's nice to know when visually you get home and you see a little bit visually changed but you know days and days and days of you know expensive installations have happened so yeah yeah what do you call the uh, app so it's called mosby connect mm -hmm. and it is um, available for all of our clients um you can get it at the app, app store or google play um the what you know the the comment you made regarding wanting to get into the home and the excitement of, uh, uh, for that through the app and the transparency, you'll be able to see what is left to be done. Mm -hmm. So as the drywall gets done and you, you're getting the feelings of the homeowner, like, okay, it's getting close to the end, <laughs> then you can look at the app and say, oh, well, there's actually quite a bit left left, <laughs> left on the list. But that's a great way for the homeowner to feel confident that things are going and making progress and also on kind of understanding um, not only the magnitude of the work, but really where the, the work stands and how much is left to get done. Kind of like back in school when the teacher said, show me your math. It's like, well, here's my math. I did the homework. Yeah. We're, we're prepared. Exactly. Wow. Mark McClanahan, President Mosby Building Arts. Uh, Mark, thanks for stopping by. And uh, kudos on the design center. Uh, you've knocked it out of the park. Thanks. Thanks, Thank Scott. You. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mark McClanahan, President Mosby Building Arts. This is KMOX. We'll be right back for more after this. This is the Helotech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, welcome back together, Home Improvement. Phone lines open, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby Broadcasting from the Mosby Design Studio. Grand opening today, 115 West Argonne, right by the train station. Come on down, see us till about 2 o'clock today. And also, this, this coming Friday, October 22nd, 10 in the morning to 1, 10 to 1 on Friday, is Arthur Merdinian, an architect. So this is kind of a meet and greet, question and answer, bring all your questions plans pondering things anything you want to bring to an architect he's here free for you right here at 115 west argonne kirkwood missouri this coming friday with me now i have jody hall i'm home consultant with mosby building arts one of my cohorts here at mosby building arts jody good afternoon and thanks for stopping by Oh, I got to turn you up here, brother. There you go. Okay. Good afternoon, Scott. Thanks for having me. You bet. I appreciate uh, your stopping by and uh, maybe helping me through some of these questions and answers. Wonderful. No, it was a great day and a great location. So, yeah, come on down. Well, how's life for you, Jody? I'm happy and healthy, and things are going well. Nice, nice. You look good. Thank you. Thank you're, you very much. You're looking happy and healthy. 
All right. Let's go to our phone lines right now and see what's cooking with my friend Tom. Hey, Tom, Scott Mosby here. Jody Hall, how can we help you, sir? Hey, uh, Scott, thanks for taking my call. So I've got uh, a question that I called in on. I'm doing uh, a basement uh, bathroom, and I've got a concrete floor, and I've got just some heaving cracks down there, but not too much, maybe about an eighth of an inch. So what I've done so far, I haven't laid the floor yet, but I did put down the Dietra board. That's the Schluter product uh, for the uh, separation. And Uh uh, when I put it down, I didn't have a big roller. I just kind of mashed it with a two-by-four. And I noticed a couple of spots where that ridge uh, came through, so about an eighth of an inch. So now I'm wondering, and, and I'm pretty good on this tile. You know, I can lay a nice bead with a trowel. I'm doing the shower and all that. So I'm kind of wondering, I wonder if I can make up that eighth of an inch, you know, by troweling it, or maybe I need to go ahead and put down a leveler on top of the Dietra board. Uh, What do you think? Is the Dietra solidly um, adhered to the floor? It just bubbled up a little? Yeah, Yeah, you're fine. I put it down with, uh, you know, with uh, cement, with the um, uh, mortar, you know, as as requested. And so I've got good coverage there, and it's pretty flat, but I just noticed – you know, just some little ridges. I was thinking about maybe taking a little off for the ridges of the Dietra with the belt sander, right. maybe, you know, just to try to level out that ridge just a little. Yeah, I, I think you're on the right track. I'd go a little off the top and uh, float the rest out. Uh, you know, rather than have a great big hump over a large area, I, I'm right there with you there, Tom. Go ahead and take a little bit off the high points. Okay, okay, real good. Hey, do you have time for for a carpentry question here? Yes, I do. I'm sitting here with Jody Hall, a carpenter as well. He's a home consultant, but he's been around the block more than he'd like to admit. Literally (laughs) in the garage working on a, it's like a workbench. It's for a sound system for our church. But anyhow, it's 10 foot long, and I'm putting uh, uh, a Formica countertop on top. And I want about a nine-inch overhang on the front, you know, for some knee room before I have my supports. And I've got, you know, four-by-four supports and two-by-sixes doing the span. But uh, now I'm contemplating, instead of just supporting that nine-inch overhang just on the ends, maybe I need to run some stringers out, you know, some two-by-fours every couple of feet that extend almost to the lip. Uh, to give a little more support. And I'm wondering, is there a standard for how much support you need to put underneath an overhang of a Formica countertop? (laughs) Well, before I turn this over to Jody, I'm going to say the most unusual weird occurrence like your 300 pound neighbor jumping up and sitting on that overhang that's the standard because it's the surprises you really have to design for not the everyday occurrence uh, you're, I like your two by fours but frankly you're, it's directly related to children grandchildren uh, hefty neighbors doing the unusual surprising thing so uh, yeah uh, more is always better um, if it breaks you'll regret not doing more so just on a general principle thing uh, we generally go as far as we think to to go here at Mosby and then just a little bit further just in case right okay okay well it's already going to be a big trailer it over to the church kind of thing you know I'll assemble it over there so Jody do you have anything do you have anything to add with Tom Uh, no but I can agree with your your analogy always plan on the worst because it'll be the time that it happens and 
it, it only happened once in a lifetime, but <laughs> it, it'll happen. Um, so yeah, definitely, you know, your substrate and, you know, something two by fours or at least one by, um, one by threes or something to give you a lot of vertical support. Yeah. Yeah, when you bring those two-by-fours out, you may taper them back up in a kind of a bracket form, but I think you'll need mm-hmm. something, Tom, on the leading edge, kind of like a skirt board that actually creates kind of a band situation around there as well. Right, yeah, you I'm follow? angling it back to fit underneath that outer lip of the um, uh, you know countertop and then bringing yeah. it back a little bit steeper than a 45, you know, about 60 degrees maybe. And actually, I'm going to do a half lap uh, back on my two by six that goes lengthwise and do a half lap joint uh, with the two by four and slide it down in there. Got it. And I got it. Sluter makes a great edge profile for that, that corner of the tile um, where their worker's going to be working at. Um, that way it doesn't get busted. Yeah. Are you oh, following that okay. there, Tom? Uh, it, it goes uh, well. underneath the tile right at the edge of the outlaying tile. Yeah, down. Yeah, for your schluter for your basement. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a, a nice little edge down there. Okay, different than a, just a steel edge uh, that would go around the outside where it meets the next floor. Correct. Yeah, it kind of okay. slides under the, the tile base. I apologize. I jumped off of one one subject back to the other. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, That's fine. Just I, a I, nice I Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right, Tom, I think uh, if you really don't trust it, put consider an angle metal, uh, either steel or aluminum, out on the end of those 2x4 brackets on your countertop overhang. If you really don't trust it, you can put a little 1 inch by 1 inch down, uh, kind of like on the top of your, or let it into your band joist, so to speak, and tuck it right behind the fattener thickener of the edge of your uh, laminate countertop. Okay, Follow yeah, that. just a little steel uh, um, angle, uh, right? To yeah, attach just think it to of the... Yes, just think of it as insurance. I, I like insurance. <laughs> I don't uh, like doing things again. <laughs> I like insurance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate the help here on KMOX. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye now. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby. Uh, let's see where we are on time. Uh, next up, let's see what's cooking with Sally. Hey, Sally, Scott Mosby here. How can we help you here on KMOX? Hi, good afternoon. I have a question about, <clears throat> excuse me, a question about a toilet. I have a finished basement. Uh, it was finished probably close to 40 years ago, um, and the toilet has been replaced since then. Um, mm-hmm. But... My question has to do with the way it flushes. Um, we don't use, I don't use that toilet at all uh, on a very rare occasion, but I do go down and flush it every week and run water in all my drains and that sort of thing, keep the pee traps full. But what I'm noticing or what I have noticed a few times is the first flush is very slow. And then the second flush is a normal flush. What's going on? Uh, well, it's kind of like getting out of bed in the morning. The first step is a little tougher than the second step. So think of it as atrophy because that uh, the um, the seat, the rubber, um, the um, uh, filling mechanism has all been in one position. Literally, it takes a while to get um, that whole thing lubricated with water 
frankly. So the first fill is, think you can think of it as just like age, and it is for me, getting out of bed, that first step in the morning is just a little more slow and painful than the second one. So frankly, it, not to be uh, worried, but maybe at this time, maybe uh, go down and flush that thing twice a week would be my suggestion. Uh, don't let it sit oh. quite a full week. I like what you've done. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, likewise, Sally, be prepared to change the insides of that toilet more often for a rarely used toilet than one that gets used every day. Um, think of it as physical therapy. Everything When you're using the toilet every day, it just works fine, but uh, you'll wear it out. But the problem with the seldom used toilet, the rubber, the gaskets, the seals, is they harden and they're affected by the chlorine and the chemicals in that water treatment. And it'll just chew up that stuff. And that's why it's taken a while to get it going. So um, be prepared to change the insides of that toilet soon. Okie doke. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby. Uh, Jody, what uh, what are you seeing out there? What's surprising in uh, the St. Louis metropolitan area in your work with Mosby? Uh, not really surprising, but there's a, a lot of front porches uh, coming around. Really? Uh, yes, yes. And we just finished up one for a customer that stopped by today. Oh, nice. Uh, really nice job. Um, but, yeah, seeing a lot of front porches and then windows with black trim around them on the outside. Nice. It's very popular right now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. More striking, more contemporary. Yep. Yeah, yep. you know it's it amazes me, Jody, that um, uh, that you say that about front porches, but not really. I mean, we've been all locked down, COVID, kind of hiding from everything. Uh, now all of a sudden, we want to go back out on the front porch and you know watch the world go by or come to us. Heck yeah, is that kind of what you're seeing? That's exactly it. Doggone it! I I wondered about that. It's something I never heard of was people worried about their packages being dry. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. was a first. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, the more we have deliveries to our homes, the yep. more important that becomes. Yep, absolutely. And our ring, you know, we want our little cameras to see who's coming to the door exactly. and watch the bad guys run by as, <laughs> as they run off with our package, of all things. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Jody Hall, Mosby Building Arts, a home consultant here. Jody, will you stick around with us for a little bit? Absolutely. We're going to take a short pause and come back for more right now on KMOX. So stay tuned here. Lots coming back on. KMOX. This Sunday, the Chiefs are in Washington to take on the football team. And you can hear the game here. Touchdown, Kansas City! Pre-game at 11, kickoff 12 noon. On your home for Chiefs football, KMOX. This is the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair, celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, Scott Mosby and Jody Hall here live at the Mosby Design Center, 115 West Argonne. This is a new grand opening today. We've been open for, you know, a month or so. But uh, likewise, uh, 115 West Argonne, right across from the Kirkwood train station, due north, right across the street. Kind of a fun place to be. Uh, you bring your questions here, any challenges you have. To that point, this coming Friday, October 22nd, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., Arthur Medinian will be here, an architect from Mosby Building Arts, to answer your questions, whatever they may, may be. They don't have to be architecture-related. Arthur knows a lot about a lot, so uh, he can help you out right here. Bring your photos, your questions, your designs, your sketches, your plans, whatever it might be. Uh, Jody Hall is with me now. Scott Mosby here. Let's go to the phones and talk to my friend Ashley. Ashley, good morning. Welcome to CAMWEX. How can we help? Good morning, Scott. Um, I bought a home about three years ago out in St. Peter's. It's a split-level home. 
and they had some beadboard installed in the downstairs living area. I recently pulled that off and found a ton of mold. (laughs) And I'm pretty proficient in repairing a lot of things myself, but I'm afraid to open up the wall and be in over my head. And I was Mm -hmm. wondering if you had any suggestions as far as mold remediation, um, somebody you could recommend come and look at it, or if this is probably something I can take care of myself and how to treat it. Well, let me ask you a few questions here, Ashley. Is the the beadboard, um, is that glued to the concrete? Where is that exactly? Okay, so the the beadboard was installed with um, nails to the drywall in the basement. To the drywall, so maybe a really, yeah. And so the, 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 the beadboard was like a decorative beadboard, and there is mold okay. oh, on the drywall in the basement. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm with you there. So, frankly, the beadboard and the drywall paper have moisture. And, um, I'll tell you what, this, um, I would get this tested first, but uh, I don't really have really good news for you. It can have you ever measured the humidity level down in your basement? I have not. Uh, go to the hardware store or home center and get an indoor-outdoor thermometer, a digital uh, thermometer that has a humidity rating on it. Uh, They're about $12, and I typically just put them down there. If you're 70% or thereabouts, uh, you may wind up tearing out not only the beadboard but the drywall and a bit more because that moisture will go into those building materials first. Uh, Before you get started, I would certainly get that mold uh, biologically tested. Uh, and they'll do air samplings around the basement there, and you can call in Mosby here. And, you know, one of the companies that we do re- uh, recommend is Wellington Environmental, Wellington Environmental, and they do a lot of uh, uh, abatements as well as testing, but that's a good place to start. And okay. I have Jody Hall here. He's a home consultant. He has a good bit of experience here. Uh, Jody, kind of your experience around basements, and uh, I'd forgotten you'd mentioned the ozone machine as well. Yeah, the, the ozone helps after you find out if it's you know toxic or anything else and, and get that taken care of. The smell itself uh, can get into your ductwork and through the home. And if you tried to either rent or buy an ozone machine, <clears throat> that would really improve the, the, the quality of air in your home. Um, and kill off anything that's growing in the ducts and or anything else. Uh, it turns oxygen to uh, ozone for t- for an hour, and then it oxidizes and kills all the bacteria, and then turns back to oxygen again. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a great product that uh, you can either buy one for around five or six hundred dollars, or possibly rent one around St. Louis. Yeah, and and it's kind of a if you ever get a uh, used car, I had a friend that uh, re- uh, refurbished used cars. And they would put an ozone machine inside of a car with a smell from smokers or the old smell. So uh, it is very good at odors, but it effectively kills that stuff. That is not going to be the same for remediating the mold. So um, I'm a little concerned if you've got mold behind the beadboard. Beadboard will suck that moisture up, but uh, you'll have to pull out some of that drywall in the wall to see whether you have moisture back inside your wall cavity behind the drywall, too. Correct. And I, I cannot tell from, you know, the outside of the drywall and I'm afraid to cut into it because I don't know how quickly I need to act on it once that's open. Right, right. I understand. Well, the first thing you're, you're, you're asking the right question. So get it biologically tested. It'll cost you a couple hundred dollars. They'll give you a feedback in that and uh, you'll know. 
but uh, just uh, better safe than sorry. Uh, generally, they come back negative on bad mold, but uh, every biological individual, you know, from the dog to me, you know, are different uh, levels of tolerance of mold. So there is no acceptable level of mold. They're just some really nasty types of mold. Right, and that's what I'm afraid of is I, if I open it up and it's <laughs> over my head and I don't yeah. properly treat it, I, yeah. it's going to grow back. And that's my fear. If I'm going to take care of it, I need to take care of it right. So. Right, right. So start with that mold testing. And uh, if you're interested in help, you're welcome to call us. Uh, Jody's quite proficient, and uh, he can come out and help you noodle through this. What was the, uh, the testing company you had? Uh, w- Wellington. W-E-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N, Wellington Environmental. Um, they do testing. They do abatement. Uh, we've used them for asbestos abatement as well. Um, but uh, they, they will uh, come take a sample and uh, have that tested. Okay? Okay, perfect. Then I will give them a call next week and pick up the um, indoor-outdoor thermometer with the humidity level tester. Yeah, yeah, and if you're uh, and it's normal for a basement to be 50 to 60 percent, which seems high, but that's about par for the course. But when you get up around 70 plus percent, then you can anticipate that your building materials are just absorbing um, a lot of moisture, and the building material is food, and the the basement is warm, and then you add moisture, so you have food, environment, and uh, moisture, and that's perfect for growing mold, and that's when you have to really anticipate some ugly choices okay okay all right well thank you gentlemen i appreciate your help thanks ashley take care you home improvements bye-bye home home improvements scott mosby jody hall here on university of kmox we'll take a short pause and come back for more right after this this is the helitech waterproofing home improvement show presented by suburban leisure center the place with the big red chair celebrating 50 years now scott mosby on the voice of st louis kmox all right, we are broadcasting live from Mosby Building Arts in the Mosby De- Design Studio in downtown Kirkwood. Scott Mosby here, and I've got a special guest sitting next to me. First, we're going to go to the phone lines and talk to my friend Don. Hey, Don, good afternoon. Welcome to KMWX. How can I help? Uh, good morning, Scott. Uh, I had uh, an in- a front and a rear entry door uh, fiberglass installed, uh, and the rear entry door is uh three-quarter glass with a bottom panel and uh, it seems to be out of a line now it's it sticks uh, at the top on the door handle side and uh, I can get it open uh, but it's uh, I can see where it's wearing the paint off the uh, door frame and it's got the uh, seal kind of compressed also I was wondering what's involved in trying to get that realign to where it'll close as it should well uh, if you open that door and you look at the top hinge there should be four screws in the hinge that goes into the door jam three of them should look alike and one should look different Um, generally what happens is it comes shipped with uh, three screws or four depending upon the the hinges or the butts as they're old school uh, discussed Uh, but one of those screws 
should bring out the little three-quarter inch screw and generally we run in about a three and a half inch long coarse thread screw which gets way excuse me way deep into the framing at the top yeah. of that door so that heavy glass think of how that heavy glass on leverage is pushing the bottom in toward the bottom of the hinges right and pulling the top well thus there's your movement and it's normal on every new installation um, so if that odd screw is there it may take a, a little bit of pushing and turning tightening that screw to draw that door panel back up against the jam and the jam itself tighter against the framing you follow me there yeah i'm following you i don't know of course i did put a screwdriver to one of those or a couple of the screws and they seemed like they were screwing into mush uh, oh that's the problem yeah those and, those uh, see the so yeah go ahead what uh, you know is it better to have a carpenter to come out and look at that as opposed to, you know, in case there's more involved than just the screws? Well, how long was that door installed, and can you call that company? Uh, it was installed in 2014. Oh, I see. Um, it's something you can try, uh, but frankly, uh, the car if it doesn't work, then you'll need a carpenter because it's kind of like body work on a car that you start pounding on things to kind of shock the frame over to move just a little bit so that the screw can draw the top of that door panel or door blank in tighter. Yeah. Uh, so it's some, but it, you really need to have a lot of strength because to drive a three and a half inch long screw into two two by fours on the side and then tighten it down to enough there, you need a really strong screw gun. And as my father's words would say, screwed, blued, and tattooed up in there so it's tightly secured to the top. Yeah. Well, I'm always, I'm one of those people that says, well, it looks simple, but then once you start to work with it, you find out there's more than one thing going sideways. Yeah. And well, as my uh, neighbor says, I've never been hurt writing a check. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's very true. So I wanted to ask you another question. With fiberglass doors, uh, when you hang, you know, people put Christmas decorations on their doors, and uh, I used to have a wood door. I just put a nail in the front, you know, on the door and hung a wreath on it. But what if, should I avoid that with fiberglass? I don't, I'm not sure how that all is, con, you know, mixed together to make the door. You know, you got fiberglass uh, skin, but what's, is it, I don't know. <laughs> it's Would about an eighth of an inch trouble thick. just to put a nail in it? Uh, not a nail, but a screw, yes. And frankly, uh, although you'll have a problem, there's a molly. Uh, some of those wall anchors, like a drywall wall anchor for a thin wall, if you can get one for an eighth of an inch, then you can hang quite a few pounds on it. But I think, uh, I mean, we have a uh, fiberglass door, and I think I just put a screw on it. And I, you know, I used a pretty coarse thread screw because there's nothing but foam behind it. But that eighth of an inch fiberglass is pretty hefty. The issue is you can't move that screw. So you have to be dead not on on getting that located correctly. Yeah, and then you I'm, change you know, mind. with fiberglass, if you take something off or change it, then you're yeah. repairing fiberglass, not wood, so I didn't know. Right. Now, I'll tell you the other thing that uh, my wife has become is the uh, 3M sticky tape, those little pull tabs that uh, you can get uh, pounds on that to where you can get, you know, up to 15 yeah, pounds, right, 15 yeah. to 30 pounds, and that, uh, I'm amazed. I never thought those would work. They're all over my house, too. Well, I have some of those, so I'm familiar with that. So. 
Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Scott. Okay. Appreciate the call, Don. Take care. And with me now, I have Noelle Jacobs, and she is with us here with Mosby Building Arts. Noelle, thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. We've only got about a minute here, but uh, I'm curious. Uh, I want people to know uh, what will happen when they call in here. Do the phone calls come in here to the new studio? They do. Yeah, absolutely. They'll talk to Stacy or Caitlin, mm-hmm. and um, they will give them lots of information. So be prepared to give them everything you need to give to have someone come out to your home. They'll need your name address phone number and as many details about the project that you're looking to do as possible does that help prepare for the return of the consultant it does it lets us sign up the right consultant to come to your home well tell me about that how do you match a consultant to a uh, particular client or Sure. so uh, it depends on the project they're looking to do if it's more exterior based we have some uh, good home consultants that just focus on exteriors if it's more design bathroom kitchen we have home consultants that focus more on that too so depending on what you're looking for we'll set them up and get them out there get the right person the right expert if you will how long does that phone call typically take um you know i would average eight to 15 minutes depending on how chatty you are yeah 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 yeah. okay uh yeah likewise uh uh what was the reason we actually did this uh place here the design center the design center we just wanted more exposure we wanted to be in the heart of kirkwood we've been in kirkwood for how many years now yeah, well, 50, yeah, 50 years. 50 years. So we want to be in the heart of downtown Kirkwood. Happen with all the events, be with everybody, be out here in this awesome atmosphere. All right. Noel Jacobs, Mosby Building Arts. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Come by and see me, 115 West Argonne, Kirkwood. Scott Mosby, Noel Jacobs here at the Mosby Design Studio. See you soon.